This podcast is brought to you by NetBank. Whether you're thinking of starting a new business or growing your existing business, keep listening to this podcast for great tips on how to manage your business goals. Welcome to the Essential Guide for Small Business Owners podcast brought to you by NetBank. My name is Mdiyo Gavazo of the Business Day and Financial Mail. I'm joined in studio by Thane Neiman, who is a finance and business advisor and wrote the Essential Guide for Small Business Owners, which is available for download right now on netbank.co.za under the Small Business tab. Thane, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Mdiyo. Good to be with you. Can you give us uh, just a little bit about you? Thanks, Madiba. Yeah, I'm a small business owner and I've been involved with small business for nearly 30 years. I've enjoyed tremendously sharing my insights uh, through seminars, through the radio, television, and I was fortunate enough to be on all four seasons of the Nedbank television show called It's My Biz. For today, we're talking about banking and finance and i think a good place to start is are there specific types of banking accounts for a business very definitely Modiwa. so you want to use a specific account for your banking i know a lot of business owners tend to want to use personal bank accounts for business mm. but it becomes a bit messy at the end of the year when you're trying to collate the information yeah. and it's very blurry. So I would suggest you go onto the netbank.co.za website. They've got a set a layout of different types of banking accounts on that website. So for example, they'll tell you information around bundled business accounts. What are the charges? What are the limits? And those very important factors. So it is very important that you choose the correct account, especially in this age of technology where online banking is the way to go because of cost efficiencies, ease of banking. So definitely have a look at the correct banking account. I'm emphatically saying it is going to be better for your business not to use one account for your business and your personal needs. So with that in mind, how do the different types of accounts actually differ from my personal bank account? So your personal bank account is very often, it is built for your personal needs. Whereas a business account is is treated very differently from a credit perspective, from a, a fee perspective and it is important that the business account that you choose is appropriate to your business so as a sole proprietor you may operate a specific type of business account as a company or as a trust you use a totally different type of account i would suggest you go to your local nedbank branch they have dedicated small business advisors in those branches that will be able to help you choose the correct bank account for your needs. Part of the importance of engaging with your bank is around financing. So why is it that bankers and financiers say statements like there are different and appropriate financing options when I am applying for a loan? Okay, so if a business owner uses the incorrect financing option, he could actually harm his business. Yeah. So as an example, unless you've got truckloads of money, <laughs> you want to use the correct option. So they talk about short, medium and long term needs. Mm. So, for example, you're never going to go and buy a house yeah. or a factory using a bank overdraft. Yeah. 
because it just doesn't make any sense. The, the interest rates are slightly higher. Your cash flow will be in a severe state of distress. Yeah. And by the same token, you're not going to want to use your mortgage bond to buy a bucky. Yeah. Because if you're going to buy a vehicle over 20 years, the interest that you pay is going to be exceptionally high. Uh, even though your monthly repayments will be low mm. and vice versa. So you want to have short term is normally banking options like um, overdrafts, credit cards. Yeah. Medium term would be if you want to buy a vehicle or computers and long term financing options would be if you want to buy assets that last for a longer time. Mm. I remember in the accounting world, a year is a long time. Yeah. So the best person to talk to there again would be your small business advisor and of course go to the guide. Yeah. It's all put out there for you in, in black and white and easy to read. Now following on from that, what actually influences bankers and financiers when they're deciding whether or not to grant um, financing or assistance? That is such a good question and it's a question that I get asked often and I will get this comment saying, I've got a farm. If the farm is worth 5 million rand and the bank won't lend me 1 million rand, what's the problem? Mm. The short answer, Madhuwa, is that the banks are in the business of lending money. Now, the money that they lend is not necessarily their own money. Yeah. It could be your money. It could be the shareholders' money. Yeah. It could be um, other sources of, of funding that they get. So yeah. they have to be careful to whom they can actually lend out their money. They have to be sure that they can get the money back. Mm. They want you to pay the loan. They don't want to take your farm. So what they will look at are three very important things. There's a there's a host of other options, but for the purposes of our chat today, there are credit worthiness, mm. very important. Cash flow, vital. And of course, do you have security? Mm. Can you provide security? So if there is a situation where you aren't able to meet your monthly repayments, the financing institution can access some other asset in order to settle that loan. But there are other considerations, but I find those three are incredibly important. On the point of credit worthiness, how do I know or how does someone know that they are actually credit worthy? You have a credit score. Yeah. So what your credit score is, is an indication of how you manage your money. So, for example, if you have an account, a clothing account, and you consistently pay the account late, that's creating a footprint of poor credit management. And you can, as a consumer, once a year at least, go onto various websites and check your own credit score. Mm. And you will find what your credit rating is. Mm. So it's vital that you keep your credit in place, especially as a business owner, because the time will come when you're going to need funding to expand. And when a financial institution looks at providing funding, they don't only look at the business, they look at the business owner himself or herself. Now, following on, does it matter if my spouse or business partner has a bad credit record? Very definitely. So if you're in business with a, a partner and you're both uh, shareholders in a company or you're both directors of mm. a company, the person granting finance will look not only at the company but also look at the credit record of the business owners. So you might have an impeccable credit record, but if your partner's got a poor credit record, the chances are, number one, you're either going to be declined 
Mm. Or if you are given credit, it's going to be at a rate which would be much higher than would be normal yeah. because you've got this partner that has got a poor credit record. Now, if you're married, yeah. it depends on how you're married. Yeah. I'm not meaning happily or unhappily. I'm meaning if you're married in community of property or out of community of property. So if you're married by anti-nuptial contract, with or without the cruel system, very often the other partner, the spouse, their credit record won't affect you too much unless they want that person to stand surety for you. Yeah. But if you're married in community of property, Madiwa, and your wife or your husband has got a spending spree habit <laughs> and you are not keeping your credit intact, it's very definitely going to affect you, not only in your personal life, but in your business life, even though you are the spouse that has been responsible. So that's been it for this banking and finance conversation. For more information, you can refer to uh, the essential guide for small business owners uh, that is available for download right now under the small business tab on netbank.co.za. So that has been it for this edition of the essential guide for small business owners podcast brought to you by NetBank. My name is Leo Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail, and I've been joined in studio by Thame Neiman, um, a finance and business advisor who wrote the essential guide for small business owners. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by NetBank. To download the essential guide for small business owners, search NetBank Small Business Services. See money differently. NetBank.